0: broadcasting to you from our remote Pittsburgh studios north of the steel city of Pittsburgh PA we bring you episode number 35 of our podcast steel city sports talk my name is Alex Brown
1: and I'm Ryan Berry
0: and together we are your hosts for this podcast
1: Ryan, it's been a while It has been. It's been over a month since we've had a podcast. That's for a number of reasons. One of them is there's not that much to talk about. We are kind of waiting for the NHL playoffs to get going and uh, see where it took us. So we're kind of doing NHL final preview and then sort of a baseball talk of the Pirates. There hasn't been that much to talk about. There's, there's, There's a lot of baseball going on. We'll talk about what's going around along the league, some of the issues that's been going on this year with pitching being far better than it has in the past due to them. We're, they're messing with the balls every year and then we'll talk about the sticky situation that's going on in the MLB right now and then we'll do a little bit of um
0: talk a little about the Steelers and their recent acquisition and release uh and
1: the of David the, DeCastro the and the signing of, of
0: pro bowler Trey Turner yeah the switcheroo of the offensive lineman and, and then we will talk a little bit about well, Maybe we're throwing a little golf at the end
1: talk yeah, a little about pits so, we
0: have Pittsburgh, time our recruits football they have, yeah. They, they got basketball one of the fastest recruit.
1: players in uh in the recruiting class. Chi Noabuko he's bringing some of that Texas speed to pit. But Texas. first, let's start off with the Pirates. I mean, nothing much to really talk about. They're 29 and 49, 20 games under 500. They've, I think, they're 5 and 5 in their last 10. They just got shut up twice to the Rockies at Coors Field, which is pretty impossible to do. It's kind of funny. I mean, they almost got no hit last night. If it wasn't for the 135 batting average of Kai Tom hitting a single in the bottom of the ninth inning, top of the ninth Six. inning, The ruin the uh no hit bid. But it was kind of funny. I mean, they they did good against the Cardinals, won three to four in that series. Had some great offensive production. Uh, Reynolds has has had a big history going. But if he doesn't play, does it still count? Because last night he didn't play. That no, still counts, yeah. As it long keeps
0: you, it's going on. Okay. Uh, yeah,
1: he's been playing good. Uh, Adam Fraser was actually first in uh all star game voting for second baseman, so the people keep voting for him. He'll actually be the starter. So, the Arsenal games voting will actually is a little weirder this year because you vote for the top three of each position, top nine in the outfield, and those go on to another round, which is going out right now. And the top one is the starter, top one from each position, and top three for outfield are the starters, but then. The rest are just decided by the league. The fans don't decide the rest of it. I kind of like it because the fans kind of differs on the size of the fan bases. Like Mike Trout isn't going to be able to play in the All-Star game, but he's first in All-Star game voting for outfielders. And same with Byron Buxton. So the Dodgers and the Yankees and the Astros always have the biggest numbers of players in because of that. I think this could kind of help lower that and let actually players get in based on how they're doing this year. And that could actually maybe get Brian Reynolds in the all-star game. Will you watch the all-star game? I'll watch the Homer Derby. That's always fun. I'll watch parts of the all-star. I'll watch the Homer Derby. Yeah. I
0: don't know if I'll watch the all-star game.
1: though. Yeah. The Homer Derby is uh, the only reason I really want to watch the Homer Derby is because it's in Coors Field and those balls are going to fly in there. It'll be one of the, I mean, those baseballs are just like, it's such a difference in the stadium, which is kind of weird how the Pirates, haven't been able to get any runs there, but I mean, it's just incredible the change that that makes and people get contact with the ball, but that's coming up pretty fast. The Pirates right now, today, it is actually Wednesday, June 30th. The Pirates don't have many games left. They've won against Colorado, then four against Milwaukee, three against Atlanta, and then they finish out with four against New- the New York Mets. So they do not have many games left until the all-star break. Uh, Adam Frazier will be in the all-star game for sure. Brian Rawls maybe, and I don't really think any pitchers. Maybe Rich Rod, but I don't think he's that dominant enough right now to get a bid, but we'll see what happens. they uh, have got some games left. You can't really – what are your expectations for the rest of the year, Alex? I'd say hopefully get to 60 wins.
0: I don't know what my expectations are. If you get over 60 wins, if you try to keep your losses under 100 games, you're on pace for almost 110 losses right now. I don't know what more you can do for the pirates. Uh, there's not, I, I don't know what you define as a successful season, as a good season. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm like I right building- now, right now I'm right now I'm in like a, in uh Louisville, Kentucky right now. So if you're, there's a little bit of a lag, we're doing it a different way with recording the pod. Podcast, if a different way. If there's any connection issues, because of that. But also, here I I have heard about the pirates as much as I heard about the pirates back at home. Nobody cares about the pirates, not even in Pittsburgh or or over here. I mean, they're so bad. If they really wanted, if they really want to prove to the fan base success, if you want to prove the fan base success, you sign Capri. I mean, keep Brian Hayes, keep Brian Hayes long term, and Brian Reynolds, and Brian Reynolds long term. If you really want to say. We want to be successful. We want to contend in the playoff conversations and in the World Series. Oh my gosh, I can't even believe I'm saying that. World Series conversations. Well, that's not all they need to do in the I next mean, five years.
1: They have good guys in the in the minor leagues, but that's going to take a while to come up. They need to sign guys now to actually help build for the future. I mean, if you just, I mean, some players won't want to stay here. You got to sign Brian Reynolds. You got to sign these young guys. You could sign Colin Moran. I don't know. He's been injured a lot. I don't know. Is he your future at first base? You could say Will Craig, maybe, but I don't know about him. O'Neill Cruz will be could should actually move to first base. He's 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 amazing and I, the outside of Cruz right now, I'm in a Home runs, he had so many home runs, so many RBIs, but he can't field. He's like more than eight airs this year if you put him at first base. But he's like I want to play shortstop. I want to play shortstop. But he's like six foot two. Come on, those well, airs doesn't
0: matter as much if you look at the league right now. You know Fernando Tatis Jr., who's had an incredible year at the plate. He has led the league in errors, mm-hmm. 17 errors. I and mean, that's why I of errors, but you forgive him because he's such
1: a great player at the plate. Wait, Alex, do you want to go through the all-star game and put in your votes? That could be a little thing that we could do. I'm not going to put uh, put, we'll put them in now, time. but like go, go through all the finalists at each position.
0: I mean, there's, there's some good players. There's some good players in there. I mean, not to spin that. It's always the best of the best, but. I don't know if you look at, I think the MLB has done a better job with most of the other leagues in terms of their festivities. The home run Derby is probably the most must see um, all-star or all-star event that you can have in any of the other sports. But other than that, I think the game doesn't matter as much.
1: I think right now the MVP race in the league is between Vlad Guerrero and uh, Shohei Otani. uh, It would be Otani. Otani, if you keep, if he keeps this up, over
0: the rest of the year, I think he could do nothing else the rest of his career, and I think you could say he's one of the best baseball players of all time. I really think you could say that based on his ability to pitch at a level that's t- in the top. Yeah, 10% his ERA is like two eighty five. Yeah, he's leading it, the league in home it, runs. Yeah, top five percent in the league in pitching. He's leading. The, he's in the top five percent in the league in batting in almost every category. I I think you have to put him in the conversation of best athlete. In the game of all time.
1: And uh another thing I want to mention is I'm looking through this all-star game finalist voting in the American League, the catchers. This is the three finals. There's Monty Grandal, Maldonado, and uh per- Scotty Perez, or is that Scotty? Isn't your first name Scotty? <laughs> Scotty Salvador. It's Salvador Perez. I don't know I, I just see an s i just kind of yes. assume it's yeah, but and then in the National League, you have Posey, Molina, and Contreras. But two of the three catchers in uh, American League, Grandal is only batting one eighty, and, Mald- and Maldonado is batting one eighty one. What's Molina can batting with those guys as finalists? And that's impossible. What's isn't Molina that, uh, batting? Molina is batting two forty nine with, but his OPS isn't great on, at only seven point uh, seven one six. Buster Posey and Salvador Perez, Alex, those this two is- guys two are actually leading right now in votes for uh, the catchers. So those two will be starting the All-Star game. What year are we going back to?
0: I, I think we're going back to like 2010, 2013, in that range. I, I feel, it feels like a time warp. I, and that Buster Posey hasn't been good for a long time. And then
1: there's a lot of guys I mean, like this. I mean, like Br- Brandon Crawford is, is coming up in the all, probably in the All-Star game as well. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot of older guys that are just making a resurgence, especially on the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, there's a couple of good
0: ones in the uh in the NL. Like there's James McCann, he's not bad, he's about like a 250 batting average from the Mets. There's some good ones. But there's also a lot of bad ones, as you can see. But if you look at the I want to ask your opinion about this, Ryan. The searches that they're doing in almost every game now in the MOP with stuff. these scooters, the sticky situations. Sticky situations. Say that a couple of times. But,
1: I mean, well, I think I think MLB on? is right to crack down on it because it's in the rules. Cheating is cheating. Oh, uh, I don't. I think they should have done it before the year started. I think they're they're doing it now isn't a terrible thing. But people were cheating, and it was kind of getting out of hand. And the players that are overreacting to it are most likely the ones that are that were cheating, like Max Scherzer. His spin oh, rate went down. Gerrit Cole and his
0: answers. He's horrible with talking about it. With and me. then uh, yeah.
1: Tyler Glasnow says he got hurt because of it. I mean, if you get hurt because you were cheating and now you can't cheat, then there's nothing else you need to talk about there. And uh, But there's some things when it kind of gets out of here. I mean, Max Scherzer got checked, what, four times? I mean, he probably did in the past, but if you check him four times and he doesn't have it, I mean, it's the Phillies manager, but maybe just one check a game, check the ball. You could check the ball, check a mitt. You don't have to check. They were checking his hair. And one of the things, that, uh, one of the, I think the Orioles pitcher let up four runs in the first inning, and he, and he got taken out of the game, and they checked him as he was walking off the field. You just oh, let up four yeah. runs in one inning. You think he's cheating? Yeah. I mean, it,
0: But I think it has to be – it's tough to d- distinguish that because now the pitchers have absolutely no advantages over the ball. They have absolutely no advantages in terms of they can of use how they sandbag. the ball. They, but I mean, that's not, that's been a leak for a long time. And really nobody ever, not many pitchers ever use that. Besides when they initially come out of the mound and normally you see that that's from relievers When the relievers come out, they come up and pick up the bag and when they're back from commercial break, you see it. But um, that's basically the only time you ever see that. But the pitch, the batters, don't, I think some of them still use pine tar. I mean, you're, you're able to use a certain amount of pine tar on the bat for your grip. You can't go up a, to above a certain point. I mean, and you, Remember that mostly with George Brett with the Royals years and years ago. But you can't use
1: cork bat. If you use cork bat, you cheat. If you can't you use, use cork bat, but you can use pine tar in the bat. Use a certain amount, but the pitchers this year have been getting a, have been dominating the league. If you if you aren't able to have a good year pitching this year, then you're not going to be an MLB. With Miss Keller's situation, he's never going to be an MLB player if he can't be, succeed in this season. The rate that People are striking out in the number of no hitters that URA is way down for pitchers this year. If you're able to succeed now, then you won't be able to.
0: Yeah, no hitter situation is unreal. I mean, it's, it's unreal the amount of no hitters there have been. This There's time.
1: been six this year.
0: That's unheard of. I, I, I used to, no hitter used to be something special. Now it's becoming something um, that's happening to the point where you say it's normal, and that's not good for the game.
1: And more scoring draws people in, as much as people hate to admit that. People tune into scoring, exactly, home runs. Yeah, uh, I think that's all for baseball. We can talk about the NHL playoffs a little bit. I think we went over, like, well, maybe 10, 15 minutes on baseball, which is more I think we've done ever. But there's some NHL to talk about, Alex, and let's get through that. Well, there's been a lot of things going on in the playoffs. Uh, but now it's the Tampa Bay and Canadians starting game two, Wednesday tonight, June 30th. At eight o'clock what are your predictions for the rest of this series and what do you think of the playoffs so far this year
0: i think the playoffs have been um not good for the game
1: I think why i think it's game. been great playoffs every game's fought every series has been, been fun. game what do you mean but if you look at it, you look at it, how they've
0: been able to capture an audience when you look at the teams that are still in the playoffs you look at tampa bay and you tampa look at bay, montreal no, Canada's tuning is the route for Montreal. The whole Montreal country is Canada. No, nobody outside of Montreal, no, nobody outside of Canada, and maybe a hundred to two hundred thousand people you that watch Montreal it, stinks. They, if they do, they're not good at all. That's a bad hockey you team. You know, win three series as a fluke. It is a fluke. It is a fluke. This is a this, this is a bad hockey team that plays a that plays a
1: style hockey that's conducive to winning. So beating Vegas was a fluke in six games? Absolutely. So one of the best teams in the NHL. How's that a fluke? The way they play the game. They play it smart. They play it physical. They have a trap.
0: They have that nonsense trap that they use. And it works. And yeah, but it it's, 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 job. A, it's horrible to watch. It's a horrible style of hockey to watch. It's better than the Islanders' style. No, it's not. Islanders are fun to watch. Then you look at they're, – they're more fun to watch than Canadians. Much more fun to watch the Canadians. Canadians, they're the they're that style that's that it's gonna hit you and it's gonna trap you. It's the worst style. It's it almost reminds me of the Devils back in the '90s and early
1: 2000s. I mean, it's not a fun team. Well, they're, I they're, think they're that Tampa to is gonna win the Stanley Cup back to back. Obviously, yeah. Seventeen million dollars of the salary cap, but that'll be back-to-back for them. They'll win the series. I don't see Montreal coming back, even though I kind of want Montreal too. Do you really think Montreal is the second-best team in the NHL this year?
0: They weren't the regular season, but the regular season doesn't matter in the playoffs. No, if you combine the two. If you combine the two of all the teams you've seen this year in the NHL, is Montreal
1: the second-best team? You could have as good of a regular season as you want, and if you don't succeed in the playoffs, it's all for naught. The playoffs is what matter. They made the playoffs and making a run in the playoffs. They won the Stanley Cup. They can be considered the best team this year.
0: I still consider this season and last season somewhat of a – there has to be an asterisk next to those. I don't even – I think I said that right. An asterisk uh, next to – But
1: but they they won the Stanley Cup
0: fair and square. A gap in between there, and there was a bubble atmosphere. There was a five. It was a five-game series last year. It was a best of five last year for the Penguins and Canadians last year. It was a. It was a different format last year. This year, there's only 58 games in the regular season. After not a lot of time in between, last season. Yeah, but the thing is, every team was in the same exact situation. It's difficult to say. Yeah, but it's a different. It's a completely different situation that's ever been before. But they were the best at it. I you can say that. You're right. I just think it's I just think it's a fluke. I think you'll never see, I don't think you'll ever see that again. See what again? And I hope Montreal, I hope, I hope Montreal gets their clock I hope Tampa Bay cleans their clock. Cleans their clock. I know there's slime balls, there's slime buckets down there in Tampa Bay. There's slime buckets. <laughs> Skirting around the wow. salary cap with their, all their loopholes they use.
1: Yeah, 17 million dollars over. But I hope they I hope That's they a win a different time. Uh, yeah. Well, the game game two tonight and the winner of this game will have the advantage in the rest of the series. If Montreal wins, they're tied one one going to two games at home. If Tampa Bay wins, they're up two-nothing. Only need two more games to win the Stanley Cup. So whoever wins this game is in the driver's seat for the series. It's gonna be fun to watch. I like watching these playoff game. Playoff hockey is fun to watch, especially when there's a lot of people in the crowd. You
0: like that game on on uh, Monday?
1: I actually didn't even watch that game. I like the Islander Islander series was is good. I watched the Vegas and the Montreal series. That was good. That overtime the hockey. Vegas
0: series. The, not the, the Vegas series was, as I said before, it was a little tough to watch. Not a lot of scoring. It's a lot of
1: turnovers in the neutral zone. But I
0: I liked. I really did like the Tampa Bay Islander
1: series. That was a good series. That was a good series. I liked how uh, no no team was ever really out of it in that series. And same with the thought of the Vegas Montreal. I mean, Montreal kind of no. can control, but veg- you always say Vegas has a shot. You don't think. I mean, there's some series in this playoffs like, oh, if a team loses game one or game two, they're done. Kind of like Vegas in the first round or the Blues in the first round.
0: Yeah, if, it all comes back in that Vegas series to the Marc Andre Fleury play. If Marco De Fleur did not turn that puck over, what would we be talking about right now? Because you would assume they they would have won that game.
1: How do you know they would not won that game?
0: You would. I would assume they won
1: would have won that game.
0: That goal, without that goal, they wouldn't have won the game.
1: Montreal. Was that the game winning goal or the game tying goal?
0: It was one of the two. I think it was obviously, but I think it was. I think it might have been the game winning
1: goal. Well, they still could have won the game because the game tying, they wouldn't have won the game. If it- yeah, I I guess, but I just
0: don't. I, it's, I guess it's I guess I can't say it's a fluke. They 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 they've definitely beaten some great teams to get to where they have been. Uh, they, they they played a good get series against Vegas, but I I hate their style of hockey. That style of hockey is so boring to watch. And yep, so you got to they- do what wins. You got to do
1: what wins. That's what they're doing. And it's been working for them this playoffs It might not work for them this series, but they had a pretty good year and they're bringing a lot of guys back. The thing, the thing that's kind of cool about Montreal is they don't have that one star play. You can look at of uh, Kucherov. You can look at Penguins, yeah. Crosby. You can look at Oilers, McDavid. You can look at McKinnon with the Colorado. But what is the one star, big star, Carey like, Price? oh, that guy's going to the Hall of Fame? Carey Price? Yeah, but other than that, other than goaltender-wise, because he's not even the best goaltender yeah, they have nobody playoffs. else. They have nobody else. You're right. Gallagher's good, but he's just I – mean, he's not their star. He's tough. Shea Weber is good, tough. but would Did you consider him the star?
0: Did you see that video of him? The Brandon Gallagher got – it was in a wrestling match with this guy in front of the Tampa Bay net. They jumped. His helmet came off, right? His helmet came off, and he went head first into the ice. Head first in the ice. That could not only result – that can result in some serious, serious complications. I, I mean, sp- spinal cord injuries, all those different things are scary. So scary.
1: But thankfully, he was okay. Yeah, there's a couple of players in Montreal that I really like. I like Weber. I like Gallagher. Oh, what's that one guy that got hey, Weber up?
0: That Weber looks well, pretty good,
1: Why man. am I forgetting his name right now? Uh, the guy that didn't play at the beginning of the playoffs now got called up. His family goes to every game. Huh? I forget his name. Caulfield. Yeah, Cole Caulfield. Wow, he's been amazing. He just gets them goals. He's talented. He gets goals. He's a talented guy. He's fast too. Good oh, do job. you want to end there with the NHL? We'll end there with the NHL. But also I also want to say how wrong we were with who was going to make it to the final. Incredible how long. I think everyone is pretty wrong. No one expected Montreal. No one we were both we were
0: both being homers by uh, picking uh
1: the Penguins legitimately Penguins. had a shot. They, I really thought they had a shot. They win that series if it's not goaltending. I I really think that I really thought they had a shot. In Colorado, I had them in the final. Who'd you have in the final? I had Vegas. That was a good pick. I, got no, well, I should have
0: been. It was a pretty good pick. Yeah, it was. Just
1: didn't work out. Flurry won the Vesna though, which is fantastic. Yep, he did. Uh, and do you want to move on from NHL and go to uh, let's talk about David DeCastro? We'll talk about
0: David DeCastro. Yeah. So they released. Stewart released um, the nine-year veteran uh, David DeCastro this past week. Um, he's having the surgery on his, uh, his, his ankle, right? His ankle. And, um,
1: yeah, his third ankle surgery said his body just couldn't hold up anymore.
0: And he says, and he says, he doesn't know if he's going to retire or this is just going to be a a suspension in his career. Uh, but he probably will retire after this, but I heard, I heard this Ryan that the Ravens are interested in David DeCastro. Really? I hope you'd rather retire than go to the Ravens. I hope he would rather retire than go to the Ravens, but I think he'd retire. That's asking a lot. But DeCastro, I mean, he's served the Steelers so well over the years. Big leader. Um, great talent on the lines, multiple, multiple time Pro Bowler over and over again.
1: Yeah, it, it, I think it was the right move because they got yes, an uh eight-year veteran or draft. He's been in the link for eight years. He's been in the Pro Bowl a couple of years. years. Yeah, eight years. He, uh, Played for the Carolina Panthers for six years until transitioning to the Chargers for the 2020 season. Now he's coming to home to Pittsburgh, not home to Pittsburgh, but coming. You to mean Trey Turner? Yeah, Trey, what'd I say? Yeah, you didn't, you didn't say anybody's name.
0: You, you, you what do you think about
1: name? that move? I like it.
0: I like it. I like Trey Turner. I mean, he's also been hurt badly over the last five seasons. Since 2016, he's missed at least three games every season for an injury. That's not good.
1: I mean, they started every game that he was available for last year.
0: Yeah, but he also wasn't available for every game, though.
1: <laughs> he only played eight games. Yeah. But I think it's a good move. I mean, it's better than DeCastro. The offensive line won't be that much improved from last year. Uh, I, uh,
0: you really think it's going to be improved? I think it could I be I said improved. it's
1: not going to be much improved,
0: if at all. Yeah. I, they, I heard that. They were saying that Kevin Dotson might have came into camp over. Wait.
1: Oh, they look. They saw saw video. He's he's not. But he might. Th- this is
0: like two weeks after. It's like a week or two after they've already seen him. But he might have came in out of shape. Takes a while to get going. He's. A, these guys are big boys. I mean, they have to get going.
1: They have to get the blood pumping. I think a lot of times the season starts. Let's see where it takes them. And this, it yeah. could be. It could be a good year. I mean, Najee Harris is an upgraded running back. The offensive line is pretty much where it was. The wide receivers are really good. and The quarterback is. Who knows? We spend the most. We spend the least amount of money in the league,
0: actually, on wide receivers. But I think we have a good group.
1: We have one of the best wide receiver cores in the
0: game. We have one of the best groups of four in the league, probably, probably in the league. We got a great group of wide receivers, like young ones, all under the all twenty four and under. It's a great group. Hopefully, they can uh, succeed well this year. We'll see. No problems, hopefully. I mean, G G Harris.
1: G Harris looks like a leader, though. He does. All the stuff he's, he's doing he, in the community. A hard worker. He's amazing. He's gonna have a he's gonna be a great player. I truly believe. I mean, I kinda wanna Steelers take offensive lineman Nazieris is a good pick, but we'll see. Yeah. And with that, let's
0: talk a little about um let's talk a little about golf. Uh, summer, so not a lot going on in Pittsburgh with sports. You got pirates, but not many people will pay attention to the pirates. Their ratings are down again this year with TV. Wow, I and, wonder why. Yeah, I wonder why. And going to the games, obviously, that's a they have a little bit of a caveat with COVID. But they had a good crowd a couple weeks ago with the Cleveland came to town. Good crowd.
1: No, oh, um, a lot of Cleveland fans, too. But uh,
0: golf. Golf is this is time of year for golf to watch some golf. They just had the US Open two weeks ago. That was fun. And yeah. now
1: this weekend you got the Rocket
0: Rocket Mortgage Classic. Who it's, would you say
1: is the best. In the world as it stands right now, who and not by rankings, not by but who do you believe is the most dominant, best golfer in the in the rankings? uh John. No, without Rahm's
0: rankings, first. Well, don't say rankings. Who's yours?
1: So personally, I think John Rahm is not because of rankings. Oh. There's a couple options. You, say, you could say John Rahm. I don't think like DeChambeau. You could say Dustin Johnson.
0: No, I can't say Dustin Johnson. Not this year.
1: Who would you say? I think I would have to go with. I
0: think I would have to go with. Um, well, I've, there's a couple good ones. There really are a couple good ones. There's co- John Rahm has been really good this year. Bryson DeChambeau. Bryson DeChambeau. Why can't he be the best? He's had two wins this season, and I think he's going to be in contention. I think he's going to at least be in the top the five. In, in Detroit, he's going to be in top oh, five. The Olympics. In Detroit this weekend.
1: Yeah, that's uh, the thing I found interesting about kapka I know we're not talking about him right now. He's one of the best all-time in the world, but he only really shows up that much for majors. He hasn't really done that well. And he said it himself. He was like, I can't get my – I, I don't perform as well as I want to in non-majors. I can't get myself as, like, the blood pump and all that type of stuff with the majors as he can with other tournaments.
0: Here's a sleeper, though, with golf. Uh, Matthew Wolf. He's had two runner
1: ups. He's gone a lot better this year. I mean, he's uh, He took like a two month break because he just couldn't mentally focus. But yeah, yeah he's, he's a good golfer. Good. Another one that kind of like that, a sleeper type player, as you say. It. Can you hear me? Who is it? I don't know if you could hear me. I, 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 yeah, don't, I can hear you. Yeah. We, who do you think it is? You could say Hideki Matsuyama is one of the best. He's consistently a good player in majors. He, he's a good player. Another one is Louis Oosthuizen. Louis Oosthuizen's been really good this year too. You're, that's a good call. Two runner-up finishes in majors. Put some money on him uh, for the Open Championship.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah.
0: I I wouldn't put it past. I mean, he might. He, he's been very good in the the bigger the major, the bigger uh, and better he's played. He really has been. Um, so this weekend, I'm gonna put. I would say if you're gonna put somebody in the top ten, Bryson DeChambeau is obviously gonna be a top ten person
1: this weekend. Obviously, obviously. Ricky Fowler, uh, I, I, I he's been bad this year. He was really good. He's getting a lot better, and then last week he just completely took steps back from where he was headed.
0: Are you gonna put Phil Mickelson in your uh, in the top ten this weekend again? Mine's a big Phil Mickelson fan, and, and he was, uh, he got really excited with the PGA Bubba Watson. Bubba Watson, yeah, he he fell off on Sunday in the, la- in the back nine. or He was ahead of the, going into the back nine, but fell off the ladder. And he, uh, but You guys are to
1: have a good week this week. I think Keenan he would probably do for a good week. Uh, Webb Simpson, Patrick Reed's been on and off. He's some really good rounds and then some off rounds. I think what you said with, the – Shambo is a good one uh, a pretty- this, If you do
0: something that gets yourself if you do a friendly wager with your within your own family or with a friend or you do it something like that you um it really makes you play pay attention to the game a lot more and the game once you watch it on Sunday, and it's a close sunday a lot of players in contention it's 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 an exciting time it's an exciting uh, event when you're watching it on
1: TV it really is but with that, how do we do our winners or losers, right? I was about to say the same thing. My first winner is Kyle Schwarber with the Washington Nationals. He has been a homer machine. He's had like 12 homers in the last 10 games. He's been completely dominant. He has turned on a switch, and he cannot seem to turn it off. And the Bezantines cannot turn it off either. It's just been incredible what he's been doing lately. Homer after Homer. My second winner is Mark andre Fleur for winning his first Vesna and his first time being a finalist with Vezna, which I think – Solidifies him in the Hall of Fame if he, had, if he hasn't already, with uh, three Stanley Cups. And the San Diego Padres are my winner. They are not in one of the last ten games. They're actually third in the division, but that's a, they're a good division in there. But I think they're playing a lot of good baseball. I think they'll be in the playoffs. I mean, they got Tatis, they got Machado. It should be a pretty good team. Uh, watch after them in the playoffs.
0: I'm going to start with Shohei Otani. Shohei Otani, as I said earlier, one of the best baseball players. Um, I think you could put him if he continues this up for the rest of the year of all time. I mean, you, you think you've always fantasized about Babe Ruth? You can't, he, you can't like, do that after one year, though. But yes, you can. He's like Babe Ruth. You've got to be consistent, like over a course of years. But is this one of the best individual performances you've ever seen
1: in baseball? Obviously, since we've been alive. I mean, it's incredible the way he pitches, the way he... The way he bats, I mean, if he has a bad night pitching, you just say, oh, he hit a home run anyway. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, obviously they're in the Stanley Cup again.
0: They, hopefully they win it again for the second time in a row. Um, they've just been great on the power play, especially in all their different facets of the game. They're slime balls and slime buckets over there, but they're, they're playing good hockey. got to give them credit for it. And my final um, winner is Vegas. I think Vegas has had um, – some incredible, another incredible season for a franchise that's only been four years old. I think you expect a little bit of the, more of them this year, uh, in terms of maybe winning a Stanley Cup. They came close, but they came in contact with the team that Montreal Canadiens. They're just that 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 trappy, fluky kind of team that you see once once every twenty years that just sneaks up on you, and they really have been good. When you take, when you take, Continue um to watch, yeah. But when you take your eye off them, they really come up and snap you. They come up and bite you. They come up and bite you, and they've
1: really have done that. That's their mo. That's what they've done this playoffs. Not for the losers. My first loser is the St. Louis Cardinals. Oh, geez, they've been failing this year. They lost three out of four. Of the Pirates. They've been playing some bad, bad baseball, and they're low, low, low. They're way under 500. I think four games under 500. And I thought they, I don't if they can make a run to the playoffs this year, but. They've been, they've been terrible this year. Totally terrible. I mean, the, the totally Pirates are – Totally
0: terrible. Totally.
1: Yep, totally terrible this totally year. They terrible. haven't been good. And Kansas City Royals is my next loser. They have actually – they started off this year amazing. They're actually the best team in baseball. And now they're like, I think, around 10 games under five hundred, which is just incredible to have that big of a drop-off. I mean, they've been terrible, terrible, totally terrible after the last couple – after the start of the season they had. My third – Loser is the Milwaukee Bucks. They've had some bad losses in the playoffs, and they lost Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. I forgot. Let me what say it
0: for you. Let me say it. Yeah. Giannis. Giannis. Antetokounmpo.
1: Yeah, he got injured, and they're not. Yeah, they've had some really bad losses, and I thought they honestly had a chance to win win the championship this year, but they have not. And Alex, you're losers.
0: But they haven't had the opportunity to win the championship this year. Then the conference final. So there's a two, two series. I could do it. <clears throat> My losers. I'm going to start off with uh baseball baseball's all with their, uh, their searches of these pitchers. I mean, it's getting ridiculous how many times they have to do it. They have to do it to every pitcher, every game. It's getting becoming a spectacle and when it shouldn't be, it should be something that you do before the game and after the game. Um, away from the fans. I don't think it's something that should be brought. That should be a spectacle where you have to call someone out to go to the mound to find this person or find them when they're going off the field um at the end of their outing or be after the end of any inning. It shouldn't be like that. It should be something that's kept quiet.
1: Yeah. It's um, just like check the ball.
0: Maybe yeah. And the thing I think is another loser of mine is the Yankees. Yankees have, been, Yankees have been swept so many times this year by so many different teams. They just got swept this past week and They got the, to Red, Sox. the Red Sox. Red Sox. They've gotten swept by the Tigers. They've gotten swept by. They might got swept by the Athletics earlier this year too. I mean, so many teams, but they're still keeping their head above water somehow. And they're, I think they're third in the division right now. But not, not a great season for the Yankees so far. And also, uh, college baseball and the NCAA for kicking out NC State, which is absolutely ridiculous. When you're a college baseball team and you and you work your, you work so hard the whole year, the whole year to get to this point and you can't postpone the game even for a couple days. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. I
1: mean, this this playoffs actually could have won it's it all. amazing to watch these NCAA baseball. These games are packed. They're, that mean, team was games have been good too. Honestly, it, it's so be so better to be watch than some MLB baseball games. How far – we're a year and a half into this pandemic
0: almost, and you can't realize that you could wait a, a couple days – Postpone it a couple days and then play the game. It's ridiculous. What if it was a false positive, Ryan? What if you test those people now and they don't have it? It's embarrassing. It's an embarrassment to the NCAA. And that team was a good team, a really good team that could have won uh, that could have beat Vanderbilt and could have gotten to the championship anyway and maybe even won it. But now we'd have to put an asterisk next to that for now on because Vanderbilt did not have to play that game against them. And yeah. now we, we never know what could have been. And that series now, is actually
1: tied 2-2 with Mississippi State and Vanderbilt going to the final game. Winner takes all. 1-1, right? I think it's
0: 1-1. 2-2. Okay. I think it's 1-1. And now – that that does it for this podcast it's been a while it's been yeah it's been another fun one we'll
1: probably do it a little more consistently maybe every week every week depending on what goes on we'll Once and one after the playoffs. nhl playoffs is over and then we'll see we'll where we go from there
0: you'll have to throw in some new topics maybe we can get um our hockey analyst katie goss back on Let's talk a little about hockey before we uh set us up for free agency and expansion
1: draft that's coming up next month um Yeah, it was was a good podcast, Alex. Good to be back. Uh, Well, thank you all for listening. Remember, we are your one-stop podcast for everything Pittsburgh sports.